Welcome to the Mindful Mess Show podcast. My name is Maddie. And I'm Marina. And on this podcast, we will talk about how we can live our best lives all unfiltered. And just a quick disclaimer, everything we're going to be talking about on this podcast is from our own experiences, super raw and unfiltered. So in no way, shape or form do we mean to offend anyone. I'm really good. How are you? I am good. This beautiful Monday morning. I'm a bit tired, to be honest, but that's just the beginning. What happened during the weekend? Nothing happened during the weekend. It's just, I don't know. I think it's a Monday feeling, but you know, it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. I think it's also the winter feeling, right? I yeah. feel like winter is generally a little bit more gloomy. Yeah, you know, when you look out the window and if it's not snowing or something nice and it's just raining or it's very gloomy, it's just dark. Welcome to England, basically. If you live in England, you know how that feels. I remember. I'm currently in the mountains and it's beautiful, actually. It's snowing and the weather is really, I mean, it's so cold. It's, it's crazy. It's like minus, I don't know, 10, 15, very, very oh, cold. It's but like, it's beautiful to look at. That's the nice part. Oh, that's so, so nice. nice so hopefully tomorrow we can we can go for a little skiing sesh. It's nice that, you know, in Romania, there are not any restrictions as in Vienna right now where only the supermarkets are open. That's encouraging and lovely. Isn't it, isn't it crazy that we still have that in some places and others are completely like free, basically? Like Sweden is completely free. And then New we have Vienna. Well, well, well. New Zealand or Australia, they're like COVID-free as well. They're COVID-free. Sweden is not COVID-free. Oh, they're just okay. free in general. But New Zealand <laughs> and Australia are actually COVID-free, which is crazy to think about. Um, and who knows how many months we're still going to be struggling with this in our countries. Yeah. I don't think it's going to end anytime soon, to be very honest. I mean, now they have vaccines, but until they actually use the vaccines on everyone, some people won't want to get them. So... Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be interesting. I would say interesting times are ahead. Yeah, but we're here for them. I mean, we're gonna be able to talk to our kids about it in the future. Oh yes, it's gonna be like you know, we went for so many things. You know, queuing for toilet paper. <laughs> so tough, you know. Like I mean, I mean, actually, like we had it good compared to other people, honestly yes. speaking. So it's always to put things into perspective because oh, we actually yeah. had it good. Like other people really struggle and still do very, very, very much. Yes. But yeah, I think, you know, I was thinking about it today and these past days because, you know, even when we are home, like, okay, we can say that we set goals, right? And we, we want to achieve a lot of things and we had our 2021 New Year's resolutions. Um, I find it personally very hard in general to keep up my motivation but being at home not being social not doing those daily activities of going out interacting with people maybe traveling is making me like making me like a thousand times less motivated like in general and i'm i'm a gemini and for the gemini's listening to this you know that we're very creative and we're very sort of energetic but at the same time we get so bored so fast so we get an idea we want to go and we go act on it quickly. We're so excited. We're so pumped up. And then like three, four days later, we completely lose our enthusiasm, completely lose our motivation. And we want to go to the next one. But I know 
for a fact that if you want to achieve something in this life, you can't have that attitude. You can't switch and switch and switch. And if you want to actually make something worthwhile, you have to keep going, even if you're not enthusiastic about it. Right? So this is my question to you, Marina. I know that you're better at this than me, given your, your history of work and stuff like that. And, and your university, how do you, how do you maintain your enthusiasm? Or how do you fake your enthusiasm? Because I'm sure the enthusiasm is not there. Yeah. Or what, what makes you keep going? I think it's, it's just for me or what worked for me in general to keep motivated is looking for little, like looking forward to little things. Hmm. So I don't know, I was working uh, in hotels for internships during yeah. my university. And I cannot say that it was the best time of my life or I really loved it. But you know, what kind of like made me go for the day was like, okay, when I'm finishing today, I'm going to go get a coffee. I was looking forward to little things. So I kind of kept my enthusiasm. But when we talk about goals, let's say that, you know, we have a goal and we want to accomplish it. But then, like you said, you lose motivation or enthusiasm. I think it's just looking at the bigger picture. Like, what is this goal going to bring to you at the end of the day? Like, okay, I'm going to, let's say, hit 10K. I don't know. Okay, well, I need to do posts daily do this do this okay and that and then sometimes you get bored let's say or you're like super tired you don't want to do this anymore but think about it like think about the feeling and what's going to bring you when you're going to achieve that i think it's just looking at the bigger picture and i think it's okay to take rest days like it's not you don't need to have everything done in a day you know it's just it's important to take rest days that's what i'm doing now because before i was just like go like you said go 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 and I realized that I'm kind of in a burnout and I'm really tired and I cannot just go like this forever. So I was okay with just taking a step at a step, you know? That's a really, so, that's such nice, good points. I feel, you know, like when we talked about goals, like in the past, I was saying, you know, about finding your why. And I guess this is what keeps you going. But listen, it's so much harder when you actually have to do that than just saying it in theory. Like the theory is so nice and pretty, like, oh yeah, find your why. And that's gonna keep you going. But it, I think it takes so much more than that. I think it takes like a clear decision and a clear, mm, I think it takes discipline. I feel like I personally, I'm a very volatile person, uh, emotionally speaking. I, I can reach like great heights of happiness and excitement and enthusiasm and I can go just as low, you know, from morning to evening. Like I can be super enthusiastic and I can be so down like by the end of the day. And I've experienced this this weekend actually, because I, I had such a good productive week. And then towards the end of the week, like at, at the weekend, I basically just fell. Like I just didn't do much. I was just sitting, I was like, sort of not even not communicating not answering people like I was just being there and in my bed yeah and this morning because we're all with the family in the mountains and this morning my mom came to me and she was like listen like I've noticed that you've had these two days where you were sort of falling off track with what you wanted to do uh I just want to remind you that you can do it you know like and then you, that you can do like you can get you can get back up which I appreciate because you know in the past like maybe in our relationship she would be like oh you're just lazy you're um you're so ungrateful like you're not doing anything with your life and now she was just like you can do it and it was exactly what I needed to do because I got up I knew we had this podcast to film I put on my makeup I did my hair put on a nice outfit and I was like okay I'm gonna get a good day in you know so I feel like 
it's actually taking it one day at a time and maybe even finding that support system in your friends and your family to just lift you up and communicating to them what you need to hear because maybe for some people being called lazy and you know that they're not doing anything with their life as a motivator no because they are these kind of people like in, in 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 school right in high school all our teachers and my sister was going through the same thing their way of motivation was you're a piece of shit um you will fail everything everything you do is wrong like you know this was their way of motivating you they weren't like oh like let me you know give you a hug no um for some people that works for me it worked to a certain extent because i felt humiliated so i wanted to prove them wrong Mm -hmm. um but at the same time it really got me down and it really made me feel like shit about myself right yeah so just just choose what works for you and let the people around you know that you want them to communicate with you in that way. So if you need healthy, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I just, yeah, I completely agree, but I just wanted to say something because even in high school, my mom was kind of like your mom, you know, like you're lazy. You're not doing any, anything. All you do all day is procrastinate. Like, what is this? And it made me angry. Yeah. It made me very angry because I was like, well, you know what? I'm not the only one who's not doing anything. Yeah. I think that's a normal thing, especially in high school. But like yeah. you said, I think you need to, I, I think this is very dangerous to start telling people like, oh, you're lazy or you don't do anything or whatever, because you need to know the person, like you said, with some people it works, with some people it doesn't, but with the people that it doesn't, then you have a bigger issue, you have a big issue because you're going to develop this kind of trauma. So I think that's, kind of a thin line yeah I, I agree and it's just that you know everyone is very different as you said so you have to take everyone differently and you have to behave differently with each person some people are more sensitive some aren't but it's just to keep that in mind you know and 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 be compassionate and understand that maybe some people need a little bit more time or um maybe for you i mean because ultimately parents want you to be happy and the reason why they say you're procrastinating or you're lazy is because or or you're not doing enough activities or you're not being good enough in school it's because they want you to become great individuals and you know highly performing individuals they associate being high performance with happiness so automatically like they're gonna insist so you end up being a very successful person that is ultimately happy which doesn't exactly work that way i feel like happiness is not always success um it could be but it's not always um so of course the the generation that you know raised us they're still a little bit behind yeah in parenting they just have they didn't get the the chance to learn the things that we do so maybe we'll be a bit kinder to our kids or know how to approach them differently, but maybe we're going to still make mistakes. Um, it's just that I think there needs to be a level of compassion and we should encourage kids to do things, but we shouldn't like scare them into doing them or making them feel like they're not good enough for not doing a hundred thousand activities and not you know, <laughs> learning like a nerd if they're not this sort of like nerdy type, you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. that was just, yeah. 
Yeah, I just want to transition here a bit because I feel like we're talking about this and how like, you know, like the parents' behavior on children and what it can lead to. And I think this is a really interesting topic that we can maybe like put together. It's this canceling behavior that's now. And I think, to be honest, it has to do, and I, it's, it's a bit blunt to say it, with how parents treated their children. Because being a being able to cancel someone and send hate towards someone, I think that's very wrong. I agree. I agree. I feel like we live in a, in a world where canceling is just such a thing. And you know what? I feel like we can discuss this here because we always have a disclaimer at the beginning yeah. of um, our podcast, which is the first part of cancel culture. The fact that we have to have a disclaimer for expressing our opinions right now. Like, I find it so hard to express my opinions. Yeah. I bite my tongue all the time. I cannot have a debate anymore as I used to. I cannot have a normal conversation. And it brings me a lot of anxiety to have an opinion, right? That's why we put this um, disclaimer because there's a big chance that someone will get offended by something we say when what we say doesn't mean to offend anyone. Like my opinion shouldn't be something, I mean, maybe it can offend someone, but I'm not doing it to actually offend someone. And I'm trying really hard to be considerate of everyone, but I don't think it's that great that we so easily cancel someone for something they said maybe 20 years before when they didn't know any better maybe something they said when they were drunk or maybe when they were sad or maybe when they were just not paying attention, right? And I feel like this is not going to stop, right? I mean, this is going to get worse and worse and worse. And I feel like it's all linked to the fact that freedom of speech doesn't really exist anymore. As much as we want to say that we are, you know, democracies with freedom of speech, just being able to express ourselves everywhere online and real life. That's not true. People are getting censored. People are getting stopped. Um, and it's worrying. Honestly, I don't think enough people talk about that. But it's, it's a very worrying situation to know that you can't express your opinions. And if you do, you're going to get canceled, especially online. Um, because, of course, I mean, people can just attack you in one second and then everyone piles together and like, I'm, I mean, they get together and then they all go against you. And then in a second, you're nothing in a second. You're nothing. All the work that you've done for the past 10, 20, 30 years is gone, you know? So I don't know, maybe some of you that are listening disagree with me. That's perfectly fine. I, I kind of can accept that people will disagree with me. Um, I just don't think that I should be canceled for what I just said, because this is my opinion. And I feel like I have a right to have an opinion as long as I don't, you know, hurt you physically. I mean, or even mentally, like if I haven't said anything that actually hurts you, like I don't see why I should be canceled, for example. And I don't see why some people should be canceled. I mean, I get it when they're serious stuff. There's things that people do that are serious, right? But when they said something by mistake or without being, or without even having the knowledge that what they said was wrong to cancel them, I don't think it's the right decision. What do you think? No, I, I agree to, I agree what you said. I think here, like, 
I think it's okay to cancel people, to be honest, and not give them a platform if, like you said, if what they're saying is offensive, like really offensive, like really not okay, like promoting or encouraging certain behaviors that are toxic, that are not okay, saying words that are really offensive in different cultures. So I I, I agree with that. But also, like you said, I do not agree with canceling people just because like, if, for example, you said something five years ago, like when you weren't even famous or you weren't having a, even a platform and they like dig it up just to, you know, come back at you. I think that is wrong because people grow up, like they grow, you know, they develop like in all these years. And it doesn't mean that a person that was, that said something hurtful five years ago is the same person now. And I think that's really important. And I think here, what it's kind of really bothering me, to be honest, is that these people give platforms to all these creators who some of them shouldn't have a platform. Like they're building people up to take them down at the same time. Like, and I'm, I mean, you know, like what's happened with this girl on TikTok that hit like, I don't know how many millions, like a hundred millions, whatever. And now they're canceling her and she's only 16. Charlie D'Amelio. Oh, they're canceling her now? Yes, yes. Because she went to Bahamas in a pandemic. I mean, kind of fair enough. Kind of, I agree. You know, like. Okay, but they've tried to cancel her like multiple times. Yes, because basically she's kind of ungrateful for her platform or whatever, but she's 16. What do you, I mean, at the same time, what do you expect from a 16-year-old? Man, imagine, imagine 16 years old, having 100 million people watching you, getting money like this overnight. What would you do? Like, I, don't, I don't think I could handle it, to be honest. I wouldn't handle it, for sure. I wouldn't handle it now. But, I mean, when you're 16, you know, people are being so hard on her. I feel so sorry for her, honestly. I mean, I do... I think this goes back and forth, like in my way of thinking, because like you said, I'm a Libra, you know, so I balance it out. But what I think about is also like, yes, you have a platform at 16 and that's really like in a way hard to manage and to see, like to, to understand what's going on. But also like the people around you should help guide you because you go on a, you know, at the end of the day, you go on a pandemic when you said to all your followers like stay at home, wear a mask, don't go anywhere. You go to Bahamas with like your whole family and your crew. But did you post about it or did they just find out? They found out. I think there were some pictures in the airport. I don't know. I don't follow her. I, I don't really know what's going on. I just see like some, you know, some videos here and there. But at the same time, like, you know, don't do that. When you have that platform, when you have that many people watching you, just yeah. a practice what you preach kind of thing, it's you know? The same as the Kardashians, like saying that they're, you know, at home and then organizing a party and... Kylie, I think it was Kylie's party and she was like, yeah, don't take pictures and everyone took pictures and everyone was just making fun of the pandemic within the party. I mean, yeah, I I agree. And and obviously I don't think her parents are, sorry, very smart because they're responsible for her, right? They should know better. But of course, they like the fame, they like the money, so maybe it got to their heads too. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying like, I think people should be more careful with who they're giving a platform to. There are people who really deserve it, people who actually bring so much knowledge and so many good things. And there are people who don't. And then why do you expect from those people to live up to some certain standards that you created when you give them their platform, basically? But I think think this has been always like this. I mean, you know, sex sells, um, profanity sells. scandalous outrageous things sell i mean the law of attraction doesn't sell 
because that empowers people, yeah. helps them become stronger and liberates them from being sheep. So obviously why would big tech and, and all these big companies want people to have access to more of this information? Do they want you to be free? Do they want you to think for yourself? No, they want you to be a sheep so they can promote things. They can promote ideologies. They can promote products. I mean, it's all kind of going full circle. And I know what I'm saying now is maybe not very talked about, or maybe some people don't agree with me and I'm totally fine with that. But think about it, whoever's listening right now. Why do you think the world is as it is? Why do you think some people get promoted more than they then maybe they should be. Why do the people that really want to make a change not have a platform? Because the big guys don't really want change to happen. They don't want people to be free. They don't want people to be empowered. They don't want people to realize what they hold inside of them. Right? I mean, even think about it in the past when, you know, women that had spiritual connection and power, they were called witches and burned. Yeah. Right? And that shows that from a while back, I mean, people don't really want us to find out that what, what we hold inside. And there's people, you know, like big YouTubers now, I mean, thankfully that promote this kind of information that we try to, to talk about on this podcast too, but still they don't have a big platform. Still, they're not big enough. Um, so that's it. I, I feel like, yeah, cancel culture happens, but exactly as you said, Marina, it's, you know, people are, are uh, boosted they become big and then they dig something in the past and then they kill them but even something to remember and i was thinking about it as we were talking um a lot of people that that do get canceled there's information being taken from the past right the problem is we always forget that the progressive the progressive nature that we have now hasn't always been like this i mean think about it 20 30 years ago we still had a lot of racism we still had a lot of homophobia. We still, I mean, we had a lot of things that are so not okay. And that now we treat like, I mean, not everywhere. There's still a lot of racists and there's still a lot of homophobes, but now we're so much more open and kind. And it's not even about being open and kind right now. We don't even see it as a difference. It's the same, right? But in the past, it wasn't like that. And so a lot of people were kind of sort of, being there with the status quo they were just being like everyone else and now of course that is a huge contrast but things are always taken out of context yeah because you know you tell them that okay look this is what you said but then we don't look that at their circle of influence or what did other people in their area you know which i'm not saying that what they did wasn't was good but still things are always taken out of context and this is a big problem because if you're trying to to create a debate if you're trying to, to win an, or, to, or to prove an argument, you have to give both sides. We have to give multiple sides. You have to analyze context. You have to analyze time. You have to analyze the people involved. But that's not what we do right now in general. We always give the one-sided thing, and then we shut up the other side. So they don't even have the chance to explain themselves. Yeah, but it's media that manipulates everything. And this everything is social media. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, even social media now, which which is the worrying part, because before we kind of knew that the media was, you know, bought by the big guys, and yeah. and and the information was manipulated, so 
you know, it controls people, it scares people, it makes them think a certain way, especially older people that watch the news, right? Like my grandparents that just told, I, I was telling them something, right? I'm not gonna mention it now, but they're like, no, Maddie, because they didn't say that at the, on the news. And I'm like, do you actually think that they're gonna say that at the news? They're like, yeah, like you don't understand, like they didn't say anything. I'm like, yeah, they won't ever say that on, 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 on TV. And my grandpa was like, oh, you don't know anything. Like, I know journalists. Like, I know how they work. I'm like, you definitely don't. But anyways, um, I didn't get into a fight with them because it's futile. Yeah. But um, that's the thing. You know, you, in the past, it was the, the, the TV. Then it turned into news websites. And now it's social media. Like, even on social media, you can't find accurate information. Um, but in general, I think social media has turned into a little bit of a dump i don't know how yeah. to say you know like it's and I'm, and I'm starting to get more worried day by day and i'm i'm quite active on social media and i'm trying to grow on social media but i also find it scary yeah you know how much screen time i have every day um i get the screen time report yeah. to know um the link between social media and anxiety and depression and there's studies that links social media with anxiety, with depression. I mean, even if you think about it, how stimulated you get with every text, with every notification, you're always stimulated. Your brain never has a little bit of rest, right? Yeah. And I mean, we talked previously in the podcast about um, the effects on body image and confidence, right? Yeah. yeah, and you know, I think it's very important not to look at your phone when you wake up. And I know it's very hard. Yeah. But otherwise, I saw that video, so I don't know exactly who said it, but when you wake up and you start checking your social media and everything, all you put inside your brain are other people's opinions, other, other things you see, it's not yours. And then you don't even know exactly the difference anymore of what you think, what you feel, what, what you saw. And I think it's, I think like, I just want to circle a bit back to the celebrities, but link it here as well, is that... Yeah. All these people that have huge platforms, huge number of followers, they, like, let's be honest, they Photoshop their pictures, they appear flawless uh, all day. They seem like, I don't know what they're doing, their day is so interesting, even though it might not be like that. And it makes us want to be them, to like kind of want that fame, want that platform, whatever. I think that's very scary and kind of wrong. And I think it's so important to kind of stop putting celebrities on such a pedestal or even like they're human beings at the end of the day they have feelings you know like I think a celebrity who's performing on who's an art whatever like you know that's their job when they come home yeah. they're like one of us they're humans and I think what's happening now and I think what's scary especially with TikTok that so many young people are on are on these platforms like yeah. 12 years old, even 10 years old, and they have access to all of these things. And think about how manipulated you get. Like they look at these people like they're gods in a way. The comment is like, oh my God, can you like, can you like this message? Is it the day you're gonna follow me? Like I read comments, I see this kind of things. This is so wrong. You put all your validation, all everything you have onto another person that doesn't even know you exist. <laughs> Let's be honest, you know? And frankly, probably they don't even care you exist. Oh, 100% they don't care. You know, and then we're looking at these people and we're like, oh my God. And I think that's where, again, like this kind of anxiety comes from. It's just, 
following all of these celebrity moves. Okay, I'm going to talk about something that was very interesting. I don't know if you saw, but like my social media exploded. There was this um, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde dating. I don't know if you saw it. It was like everywhere. I think last I think week. I saw that. I didn't read into it. I, I, but yeah. I cannot tell you how many videos I saw on my page with people, first of all, hating on her because she's like 10 years older. Uh, articles of him breaking up a marriage, even though they were not married, like her and her husband, Jason, whatever, anyways, more fiance, whatever it was. She has two kids, how he's a homewrecker and whatever. And all of this, and then people are like, okay, it's a PR stunt because they have a movie. No, it's not a PR stunt. They were like, they were analyzing their moves, how he looked, how he, this is so wrong. (laughs) I know, but listen, how about Kanye West and, and, and Jeffree Star? Oh yes. That's another, like, how can you even do that? You know, like, that's a complete fake news. Do you know that? Yeah. But the girl who, who had the... Yeah, was yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. I mean, people will make up anything and we but just believe. But especially, you know, he has some mental issues, you know, he's... How can you make... No, but he has like, you know, I think he's... I don't know, he has some disorder or something, but how can you make this... Kanye or Jeffrey? Because they both have oh. mental issues. You know, no, no, Kanye. <laughs> But how can you make up this kind of rumors with someone you know they're battling something, you know they're not necessarily okay, and you're making up these rumors and everyone's talking about it. I think it's so wrong, you know, like it is so... People will do anything for a little moment of fame. Yeah, but then she's getting sued now by Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I know. And she's just, I mean, the girl's rich. She got rich on OnlyFans, which is another, I mean. Yeah. (laughs) That's another thing, and I'm not into shaming people, but seriously now, girls, there's other ways. There's other ways. There's other ways and easy ways. And And you will, you will regret it. Maybe not now, but you will regret it in 10 years. I think what's scary is that everything stays on the internet and... You never and what's know. scary is that kids have access to that. I mean, when a 15-year-old or a 14-year-old sees someone, you know, showing their bank account with a million dollars from OnlyFans, I mean, they might go and fake their birthday and actually get an OnlyFans at 14 years old. Yeah. And then we have another issue with child pornography and all of that and child trafficking. And that's a whole other issue on its own. I think that's completely wrong. I, I just think it's also wrong promoting what you see like on social media, people who like post to their posterior and, you know, like certain <laughs> parts of them, but I don't say, you know, it's, it's, I mean, okay, you do whatever with your body for sure. And everyone should be confident their body. I mean, having, you know, but promoting it in that way, like specifically, you know, in a way that you get followers and you get likes and whatever, that I, that's I noticed even with my own account, like as soon as I post something that I I don't actually post anything revealing. I'm not, I I've never been, I don't know. It's just not my style to post, you know, things that are very, um, sexy, sexual stuff like that. Like, I feel like that's more of a private thing for me, but as soon as I, as I post something like informational, I get like no likes. And then when I post something with like my body, I instantly get like more, you know, so it's, it's weird. I mean, how, how the whole algorithm works and what things will be promoted and, and what people will like, which I guess, fair enough, obviously they would like someone's body more than they would like an infographic, but still, I feel like, I don't know. It's, it's just social media has become something 
quite toxic as much as it helped it's quite toxic i feel like it's important to have a practice of disconnecting from it this is what i'm telling myself right now because i definitely don't have that practice right now i'm always on social media i'm always on my phone i can never disconnect and now more than ever in the past i used to have this nice practice you know of not touching my phone for like two hours in the morning i don't have that anymore and i'm and i'm scared and i I feel like i need to make a change because i'm always on my phone i wake up with my phone and i go to bed with my phone and it's worrying me um and i feel like social media is also a way to escape yeah when you're feeling down when you're feeling like you're missing out when you're feeling like your life is not good enough you just go on social media you go on tiktok you watch videos you go on instagram and check out profiles you go on facebook you look at other, like there there's so many things that you can do to escape on social media but that's also you know on youtube and, and netflix and things like that i mean you go there to escape your reality yeah and the idea is for us to create a reality that we don't want to leave right that we want to be in like and I feel like this is what we try to do here on this podcast is sort of give you a, little, a few tools to create a reality that you don't want to escape from. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's obviously not the easy way out. The easy way out is going on social media, is avoiding responsibility, of avoiding discipline, avoiding putting yourself out there. But that's also what doesn't create happiness getting out of your comfort zone as cliche as that might sound or or doing something that scares you it's what ultimately is going to bring you long-term happiness and fulfillment right yeah i agree i agree and i think it's it's just important at the end of the day to sit with yourself and see what's missing what do you want more what you want to achieve because even if you look on social media for inspiration i think that's good I, i think it's also important to control your social media Follow people that inspire you. Follow people that you like. Sure. Look sure. at content that really motivates you. And even though you might see something that's going to be a bit discouraging or you're going to feel bad if you see it, then you just scroll. You don't pay attention. I think, and believe the people. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the thing, you know, like people would go, would take their time to go and comment something hurtful. Just ignore. Just ignore. It's, it's fine to ignore, you know. And I just want to say once again that I think with this episode that we have now, uh, we're not, I mean, we're not trying to shame people. I think these no, are some issues. No, I'm just saying in general, again, like you said, you know, that people would, <laughs> might get offended. But it's it's not about shaming people, but it's about raising some issues that are happening and that are continuing to happen. And it's going to get, to be honest, a bit, like you said, it's, it's getting scarier and scarier yeah. by day. And it's just important for everyone who listens to just be very careful what you're seeing on social media and try to control control what you're seeing so that you're getting good information and not necessarily things that will bother you exactly and as you said I'm, I'm genuinely like scared of bringing you know kids into this world at this point because I'm just I'm worried like what will they do what am I bringing them into yeah it's not a nice reality that we live in right now unfortunately although we have more opportunities than ever we have access to everything we're more sorry effed up than ever yeah, I don't want to be like de- depressive or, or, you know, like, or negative in no way. I, I feel like I'm, I'm honestly trying to make the most of what's going on, but it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> we have to be so cautious with what we think, what we listen to, who we listen to. We need to create our own opinions. Although my dad said something last night, he was like, listen, just remember that your opinion now was someone's opinion yesterday so 
obviously what the opinions we have are also opinions that we took from someone or we took from a source so we have to be so critical you know what opinion am i taking what's the source i'm taking this opinion from can i actually form my own opinion by assessing and analyzing different opinions and then get to my own so i just advise you to be very critical especially if you're young like especially if you're in your teens or in your early 20s be critical um about the information you take in and, and the opinions you create yeah i i agree i think that's kind of a nice note to end close, it's, just, yeah. it's, it's like you said you know like ask yourself these questions and just try to you know even if you see something on social media that annoys you let's say just ask like do i really need to give hate today just scroll yeah. scroll <laughs> that's all really you I would say whenever you feel like giving hate, just um, write something nice instead. Or, yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Or just unfollow those people. <laughs> that yeah. Works as well. That's it. That's it. Alrighty. Well, on that note, I think it's time to say goodbye. This was a, an interesting episode. Let's see what kind of hate we get after this. But no, I'm joking. I, I feel like this wasn't meant to hurt anyone, as you said, or offend anyone. It was just talking about what's happening right now. Yeah. And not a lot of people do. We don't discuss these things. And I think it's important sometimes to just discuss and express what we feel. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, Maddie, stay critical for everyone out there who listens to this. Just 100%. Well... Marina, it was great talking to you today. And let's have the most powerful week ever, right? Yes. Let's goals. Let's, let's be enthusiastic. Let's um, create that enthusiasm from within, even if it's not there. Absolutely. And let's see you next week. Yes. We're so excited to see you next week and have the most amazing day. Bye. Yeah.